0: Hello, and welcome to In Star Trek We Trust, a Star Trek podcast. Today, we will be discussing the news from San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Yeah, and you are. You're going to leave them waiting. Build the anticipation, Kevin. Uh, I am Ethan, and this is... I thought you...
1: Kevin, I thought you got your name there for a second. I, <laughs> I just didn't know what to do.
0: I forgot that part of the yeah. intro, right? Do we want to leave it like this? That's fine. Whatever, I don't care. It's fine. All right. Forgive our unprofessionality. So,
1: um, yeah. So yesterday was a really big day. I don't think uh, Trekkies have never had a day li- have never had a day like this before. So it that's, was. Yeah. I woke up this morning still thinking it was like a dream.
0: Yeah, that's more of like a Marvel day than a Star Trek day. Yeah, definitely.
1: And so. Um, and as I keep saying on Twitter, you know, this is gonna be this is basically gonna be the norm now, pretty much every year. Like, I don't know if it's going to be of this caliber where like you're gonna have all these different announcements all at once, but you're gonna at least have one big trek announcement every year. Whether it's here's what's coming in the next season, here's a new series that we're gonna be announcing, so Yeah, you're probably to This is something have, that we have to get used to. Which, you're
0: probably gonna have updates from each series for the next season and yeah. new series thrown in here and there. Right.
1: Right. So Obviously, there's a big list of things to go through, so I think it's like, where the hell do we even begin? But um, I would say begin small. So the least amount of info that we got is on Season 3 of Discovery. Right. Right. So we already know a lot. We already know. We know a substantial amount. I mean, all we know right now, behind the scenes-wise... Is they've already begun filming. They began. They did some filming in Iceland with uh, Soneka Mungreen welcoming that new, and
0: well, with that new um, character played by David Ajala, mm-hmm. playing a guy mm-hmm. named Cleveland who, Booker, who I've seen on Supergirl. Yeah, seems fine
1: playing a villain. Seems fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, and what we know is that they, yeah, you know, we only got a series of still images, basically. But what we do know is that they did not land on Terrellisium. And uh, according to Alex Kurtzman, that Burnham and the Discovery crew are not together.
0: Right, which seems like if they film just her in Iceland, and this new character, she probably lands on some planet, Mm -hmm. meets this new character and works with him somehow, or get back to Discovery.
1: And the rest of the season begins filming next month. And that's kind of all we know
0: there wasn't a whole lot there that so. we can really. Uh, uh, they did say that the a
1: season just ended,
0: don't forget. Yeah, it, right? but they so, also said that in the future uh, they don't get to Terrellisium and they there's trouble. Like, of course, the universe, the galaxy is not in good shape. Right.
1: It's interesting to think that you know is is that new character is he somehow tied into the one that we saw in Calypso? Is he a member of the same?
0: Uh, oh, maybe like a uh, what was he? it's like a junker, kind yeah, of a scavenger. Right,
1: is he part of the, is he from the same
0: right. area or something like that? Well, or is, the, he, is he the
1: people that they're at war with or something like well, that? Well, the
0: character description sort of sounded like a Han Solo kind of thing. He's right. a rogue, he plays by his own rules, it gets him into trouble. Right. So, hmm. potentially. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if he has any sort of uh, relation to craft in any way. That's who the character was. Oh, close was. The, right. Yeah. Right, or if he's um, just as a rando that helps Michael or... Does it yeah. help Michael? Maybe he's in conflict I mean, with Michael? And the thing with
1: Calypso is that maybe that character doesn't exactly tie into things, but maybe his sort of... Um, that episode was meant to be sort of a tease as to what the, the, that time
0: is like. Right. And to give also give us that clue of, hmm, make us think about what will happen to Discovery, which it did very well throughout the whole season. Right. And, you know, the unanswered
1: question, I think, from that still remains is with Discovery's A.I., the way it sort of evolved to become Zora, yeah. Right. I know that we were talking about whether that could have been Control at some point, but well, the, s- the Sphere Data, or the Sphere Data, certainly, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know if I want to get into that. I don't know if no. I want to get into that mess again. No, that's fine. Yeah, um, but they have the Sphere Data still. They have so, the Sphere Data, yes.
0: Yeah. But the Sphere Data won't tell them about the future, so it's cool. sort of not as helpful now. I'm
1: sure. mm-hmm.
0: Right, right. That's interesting um, too.
1: Yeah, so not a lot of info on season three of Discovery, unfortunately.
0: Um, um, no.
1: But again, the season only ended for us maybe what is it? What are we in July? So yeah, like three months ago. Yeah. So we have to expect that not a lot is known publicly yeah. yet, anyway. So I'm surprised they actually gave us that in, um, amount that amount of information already. Yeah. Because yeah. they're always so good about like keeping these shows on lockdown.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised they, they dropped the Teroliti on the information.
1: Yeah. Well, I think they probably felt like they had to at least give us
0: something. Yeah. Right. Because it was just a throwaway line, I think. Wasn't it? That, oh, we'll have the safe haven waiting for us. Yeah, and
1: they said that, uh, I believe they, they must have said that at the panel. Right? I think that's when they said yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah. So. so.
0: But that's good. I'll
1: take it. That's good. Yeah. So the other uh, the thing, Discovery related, which I'm very excited about, is we're getting six new short treks this fall. Mm-hmm. Two were animated. Four focus on Captain Pike and the Enterprise.
0: Four on Captain Pike and the Enterprise. Yeah, And what it looks like is one will be a bottle episode, a bottle short track of um, Spock and... Number one. Number one in the uh, turbolift. The only thing that's bugging me is that they're calling it an elevator. It's a turbolift, guys. (laughs) Yeah, they did call it an elevator. Yeah. It's not an elevator. (laughs) Don't get me going.
1: Patrick Stewart was there.
0: Is this another one... Really, I mean, come on. <laughs> you know how my problem is attention to detail, right? So, right now, I surely guess. Well, they weren't maybe, a turbo, turbo-
1: lifts. Yet. maybe a turbo lift. Maybe a turbolift is a type of elevator, and they just
0: haven't. I don't. Know. <laughs> maybe they don't call them that yet because it's too early. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. So, no, um, did they call them turbo lifts on Enterprise? That's the question. Yeah. All right, then they did. Never mind. Okay, they just um, didn't pay enough attention.
1: Cool. Maybe they're just interchangeable
0: car automobile. Steps We've literally stay. never heard the word elevator on any Steps. Track,
1: steps Stairs I don't know um, <laughs> But what's okay. cool about it is I mean, you know, obviously the fanboy in me is really happy about that because I really want this Captain Pike series Misnaming Turboleth? Yes Yes uh, That's fine I'm willing to overlook that <laughs> um, But In the trailer, you know, Spock comes aboard He identifies himself as Ensign Spock So obviously that Immediately that tells you it is a prequel of some sort it's probably when he was I think obviously when he's first brought on the Enterprise mm, so that's interesting um, now it's interesting to point out that in, tr- in um, uh, the Menagerie it's established that Spock served with Pike for 11 years um, so this is obviously as he you know, comes aboard he says that's Spock reporting for duty so I mean it's not too grand of a leap
0: to assume oh this must be his first day aboard the Enterprise. Makes sense. We have number one bringing bring him to the bridge. Right. Ele- elevator breaks. Well,
1: because well, at first I was like, number one's hair looks much different, but, you know, she's younger. Because, you know, at first I thought to myself, like, is this supposed to take place right after the... I mean, I know people can change their hair but still. Um, but the interesting thing, the thing, the two things I found interesting. So one is Spock being an ensign. It's obviously when he's coming first coming aboard the Enterprise. Secondly, at the end of the trailer, Pike says, uh, good luck, Captain, or... He says something, such a something, something. Captain, he's referring to a captain. Mm. So I'm beginning to wonder: like, is this? Could this be when Pike takes command of the Enterprise from Robert April? And you he's wanted saying, to see Robert April? i wanted a while. to see Robert April, and we're and is he saying, you know, thank you, Captain? Like, you know, in other words, does Spock come aboard the Enterprise at the same time Pike takes command of her? Um, I don't have the dates off the top of my head, so I'd have to look that up. I should have looked it up beforehand, but. It's fun to speculate that that's what that could potentially be. Yeah. Yeah. So we're still sort of delving further back into the Enterprise's right.
0: past. Right. Yeah. And wasn't, didn't also, you said, um, Kurtzman said, um, ask the crowd, do you want to... Oh, yes. ...Enterprise show he with did. Pike?
1: He did. Because at the panel, you know, at the Discovery panel, they were going, doing some stuff for a little bit, and then Ethan Peck and uh, Rebecca Romaine came out, and um, I, I think, you know, I don't want to... S- Well, they so I was watching an interview with the two of them, and they were saying that they were contacted by Kurtzman shortly after they finished production on season two, which was like back in February or something like that. So I think so at that point it was much too early for a like in other words, it's not a response to the fans' response of how much they love Pike and all of that. So this was obviously being thought up immediately. Right. Um, But I still think that maybe it's a way of sort of testing the waters in some ways to see if there's more you can do with them. I don't think it's purely
0: based on audience the audiences want. Right. I think the audiences
1: want for it just
0: makes it even yeah. it just makes a stronger case for And it. I'm sure while they were making the show they could tell that it was working really well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And um,
1: yeah, and Kurtzman asked the audience directly and, you know, they got uh, an overwhelming response and he says, Okay, we'll think about it. <laughs> so I feel like So and I was talking to somebody about this on Twitter this morning. I think that maybe behind the scenes it's maybe almost a done deal, and
0: he's just yeah right. I can see that because now they have. I don't think you say.
1: I don't think you say that. Maybe I'm just too positive. I don't think you see that. Say that without it does seem strange. Yeah, you can't say that and then not do it.
0: Right, and it seems like it makes sense because now they are they're promoting all these new shows. They don't want to. Like get ahead of themselves and announce the next round of right. things. They want to wait. And
1: they could announce it at the Star Trek convention next month. Uh, I think but
0: they'll probably wait till next year, right? So give this all these shows a year to grab grab their footing and right. g- keep all the attention. They don't want to take the spotlight off the new shows,
1: right? Um, wait, I'm sorry, I think I misquoted. So six new tre- six short treks. I think I'm sorry. I think three are on the Enterprise, two are animated, and one is actually a prequel, a setup for Picard. Okay, so. I think it's I but it's something like that, yeah. Okay. So, but as you saw in the uh, trailer for the short tracks, the triples are uh, returning. Yes. Yeah.
0: H, and, uh, with H. John Benjamin. By, by the way, very they're, very wear, they're wearing
1: older uniforms
0: too. They're not wearing. Yeah. 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 So, great comedian H. John Benjamin. I first knew him from Doctor Katz, licensed mm-hmm. therapist, a professional therapist. Over that show, he's the voice of the son of Doctor Katz. John Lovitz did the voice for that. Right? was Jonathan's? I'm not sure. Okay. But I do know it was made in Boston. And oh. they recorded all the voice and everything. I remember about. that shit. Comedy Central, that show was that, yep. think, yeah. um, But he's funny, and he's been on a ton of things, and he's just mm-hmm. a really funny guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he seems to be, like, the creator of the Tribbles, or the discoverer he's, of he's the Tribbles.
1: Stum- he, stu- he seems to stumble upon something. It's implied to me, anyway, that he stumbles upon something, and then it goes into how they begin to
0: Grow so quickly. And it looks like... So, and multiplies so quickly. So the interesting thing is that... And Pike like, says,
1: be careful, they'll eat you alive. So this yeah. Actually, Tribbles can be a little dangerous. I so suppose. it
0: suggests, though, that... Uh, at least at first. With Kirk, was not the first time that the Enterprise had been completely overrun with Tribbles. Right. It How seems How do like you it. think it that's like that. going to go over?
1: Well, I mean, don't forget, Lorca had a Tribble on his desk in yeah, Season one. 1 of Discovery. Flocks had a Tribble on Enterprise at uh-huh. one point. And Hoshi didn't know what it was So um, But the interesting thing is They didn't multiply them. Not on Enterprise anyway. Right So maybe this so, person figured out How to multi- make and them Orcas multiply And Morkas didn't
0: multiply either So I don't know why they would He would want to figure out How to make them multiply Maybe he did It could have been some Yeah who knows Yeah I just mean How do you think this will go over With a contingent of fans That are like They can't cope with anything new They keep using I mean, you're Stuff gonna, we don't look, love You're going to have fans Complaining yeah. Either way But, um. Tribbles is a a tough one, though. That's, you know, pretty iconic. But. It's like using Borg. But I'm okay with it. I mean, Tribbles. uh, Tribbles are. (laughs) Not really like using uh, Borg, but it's as known.
1: Tribbles are are a fun little uh, alien species on Trek. And the only thing that bugs me when we see them in modern Trek now is that, you know, obviously they're using the same sound effects that you hear from the original series, but. There's this one triple sound effect. It's it's the it's like the loud sound it makes when it's near a Klingon, like the panic sound, right? Mm. And for some reason, it just doesn't sound right on the shows. It's, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it just it sounds really weird for some reason. Huh? Yeah. I think it's the sound is just so muted and just like I don't know. There's something about it that doesn't seem right. I yeah, yeah, figure they could go into the uh,
0: the Desilu As sound it. files and just pull up the old one.
1: Like that's what that's what it is. It sounds like somebody held a tape recorder up to the TV and just like all right, grab that sound really <laughs> quick. And you know, being somebody who works in Audio myself, it
0: yeah it annoys me a little bit. But yeah, well, yeah.
1: we'll see. I noticed I think no. I, actually, I'll tell you exactly what it is. the The sound that it makes doesn't seem to sync up with the little gesturing the triple makes.
0: Ah, okay. A little vibrating, the a little gyrating,
1: bit. the gyration.
0: That that's usually what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. we'll figure it out. Um,
1: but then there's going to be two. There's going to be some animated short tracks. So which, have you
0: seen anything from those?
1: no now Kurtzman said that they are not going to be related to lower decks so these are something right. or, or okay. in that style so this is going to be totally I would love to see the style yeah this is going to be totally different I
0: hope it's the animated series style I had the same thought but with characters I that we don't love I mean look
1: think of it like this too if you were to do if you were to bring back the original animated series you could do you could do that so easily and maintain that style and you wouldn't have to change anything
0: right look, yeah. I would hope they would upgrade the style a bit quality yeah. right
1: but you, that trek could be the most consistent out of all of them
0: if they were to do it's that. True. I
1: would, lo- I would actually love it if they did it that. Could like go you, on
0: in perpetuity. Well,
1: think about <laughs> it though. Like I mean, but at the same time, you were, you would have always been able to do this if you were to do the animated series again. You could just literally draw it the same way. Yeah,
0: I doubt no, if they're going to do that. No, but I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Yeah. I think it'd be a fun. Not but for a that. short trek, it would be totally reasonable to do a couple of little short things think it's about it. in that style. You could do it's not a big investment. You
1: could do another episode of the of the animated series yeah. as a short trek. And track. I bet you can even get Shatner
0: yeah yeah probably and uh anybody else that's still alive
1: where you could use sound clips that's yeah yeah Yeah. um I think that would be I think that would be amazing if they did that I actually I'm glad you said that because I I had a very similar thought yeah I I thought the interesting. and then the other one they said is going to be some kind of a prequel to set up the events of um Of uh, Picard, yeah. Which
0: is a good segue for us to talk about Picard. Hold
1: on, before we do that, though, Mm -hmm. we still have that one more thing to discuss, which is Lower Decks itself. Okay, sure. Picard's going to take up the most time, I think. Yes. Okay. So. So. um, But, how are you feeling about all of this up until now? Like, with Season 3 of Discovery, the short treks, I mean, I know you said you don't think we're going to get a Pike series, but are you beginning to (laughs) believe
0: that maybe we are now? I still don't really think so. Yeah. It should be consistent. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: But, you're into it. You want to see a Pike um,
0: yeah, short track. You want to see Pike short tracks. Yeah. But I also have a new um, DC casting for um, Pike anyway.
1: <laughs> you have another role for Anson not to play? Yes,
0: I do. So you should play the original Green Lantern. Got it. That's who you should play. Alan, whatever. Although I did like your idea of him playing Bruce Wayne. Oh, he would have been so good. Yeah. But they went with the younger Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Man, he would have been
1: so good. If they had done like, a new Gotham or something like that, or like a Bruce Wayne series on the music, yeah. yeah. I, I, I could definitely see that. Oh, it would have been great. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely... You know what it is? He's got the... He has the sort of look of... Um, and I know I'll... You yeah, took the square jaw. Well, oh, I'll get hate for this. But, like, I know it's not regarded as a great one, but I actually enjoyed Val Kilmer playing him in Batman. Oh, interesting. For, and, like, I see a kind of... I don't know. I see a... Some, yeah, well, he's got lighter. that
0: Bruce Wayne look, you know? He's a strong Bruce, Like brain. Bruce
1: Wayne, to me, has, like, that... He's got, like, a... a Almost like a James Bond aura about it, right? Then you want yeah. somebody who can kind of, yeah, he's a swagger. A wealthy, he's got a bit of a healthy, wealthy swagger. Yeah, he's a wealthy socialite. Yeah. yeah, and I could see Yancey not playing somebody like that. Totally.
0: Yeah, and I even would like to see Ethan Peck as Superman, but you know that's not going to happen either. Well, maybe it will actually. They don't have a new Superman. Mm. I think you could do it. I don't want him to. <laughs> okay.
1: Not yet. Um. So how are you? F- so how are you feeling about
0: Lower Decks? This is the one I am less
1: enthused about. I I'm I'm still going to watch it. I can compare
0: it to this. I can compare Lower Decks to... This is like a take it or leave it situation, I think. To the latest Star Wars animated show. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where I looked at it and I said, okay, this is not really for me, but I'll check it out. Yeah. That was my feeling. Um, Like, I liked Rebels. Right. But whatever came after that, that I can't even remember what it's called for Star Wars. Right. It was clearly aimed at kids. Whereas I always felt like Clone Wars and Rebels were aimed at, like, that... mm, it would appeal to kids and it would appeal to adults.
1: This is this is going to be, I think, one of those series, and I don't, uh, I'm not—I de- don't mean to sound like I'm denigrating it, but it's kind of going up. What you're saying right now, mm. I feel like it's going to be one of those shows. Like I just said, you know, take it or leave it. It's not going to be sort of like required trick viewing, right? No. You don't have to watch it. It's kind of like like would you argue that Rogue One is not a requirement to watch? Yeah, I mean, you don't lose any. It's kind yeah. of the same thing.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I think it's like going to be so far anyway. Like, but there's a good chance it could be really fun.
1: Oh, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna. Wa- I'm definitely gonna watch it.
0: But and they do um, say they're trying to like balance the humor with things that are gonna appeal to longtime Trek fans and right. things that are gonna be general audience kind of humor. So well, it's I, a hard thing to do, though, to balance that always.
1: It is, and you know, this is being done by some of the guys who worked on Rick and Morty. writers on Rick and Morty. Um, it's the same animation style. I love the concept of it, though. Yeah. Of there being on these um, Oh, the ensigns lower. The level. ensigns on this, sh- like, unimportant ship, and I've said this before. Yeah. California class. I like the pitch they went in it with, where it was like, Kirk goes to the food dispenser to order a sandwich, I want to see the guy who actually has to put it on the food dispenser. But then I think to myself, but it gets synthesized, right? It's, it's not, like...
0: That's not how food dispensers work! Attention <laughs> to detail, man. Well, you have to assume to be on the original series, it was something like that. There. No, there's nobody... <laughs> Could you imagine... Those weren't replicators. <sighs> But not I don't think there's somebody back there like just grabbing a sandwich and sliding them out. It's <laughs> they, not a deli. <laughs> they were
1: Well, they were an enterprise. Chef did that.
0: Yeah, well they had a chef. Okay. Well yeah. I hope that Maybe not
1: all ships are equipped with food dispensers,
0: to yeah. Especially not California class. Right.
1: They have a pizza kitchen.
0: <laughs> what do you think of that though? They invented a new class for this. That's fine. I mean they invented a new class for every show, it seems like Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I don't think they said when it takes place. No, but you said by the uniforms. By the uniforms it looks like it's... They look similar to the uniforms that we see in... That we got fleeting glances of in uh,
0: Picard. So, yeah, at the... Yeah. Um, the Academy. Yeah. Um, at the same time, though, it doesn't... It doesn't really matter what it takes, really take because, I, again,
1: I don't feel like this is going to be required trick viewing, so it's almost like... Yeah, yeah. And I, and I honestly don't think a, you know, an animated series is going to concern itself too much with violating canon right I'll
0: one watch thing watch they show. said that I thought was interesting is they said this is not going to be like a robot chicken thing where we're going to be making right. fun of it right but this is just I in that so, world right. and there's enough humor in that world to, to play right. with right so I think that's that's promising yeah I wouldn't mind robot chicken uh, again I'm,
1: I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it um it's going to be out next year I'm definitely going to check it out um and it'll be interested to see what they come up with. Yeah. Actually,
0: everything's gonna be on next year. I mean, and
1: this is th- Nothing this, this year. This is new this is well, the short tricks of this year, for this fall. You're right. Yeah. Um but this is kind of new territory for Trek in terms of like wanting to do something.
0: Yeah. I mean I Trek mean, has well, did dabbled.
1: The well no, what I mean is like, you know, Trek has dabbled <laughs> in comedy several times. I mean the Voyage Home obviously is the best example. They've had comedic <laughs> episodes, but Voyage <laughs> Home is so good. I know. Um, but it wasn't a movie that, The thing is It wasn't a movie That was setting out To be funny It was a movie That was like the, It was the circumstances Yeah that made
0: But it they've always Had funny moments Throughout
1: Right but I, but I don't think They went into it Thinking like Oh
0: you know We're gonna write a comedy, it's be the, zany comedy. the
1: comedy came out of Came out of the idea That they had
0: Yeah Yeah right? And then once yeah. they thought About putting Spock In 1986 Six, um, yeah. You know San Francisco that was, The comedy just wrote itself Right Exactly that, And that's the thing
1: The it, the concept just really just said to you like how can this not how can you not have moments in this yeah because it's
0: that full fish out of water
1: exactly it's fun. so but I don't think lower decks is gonna lower decks is not gonna take this approach I think the the main approach of it is it wants to
0: be a comedy set on a star, on in the yeah. Star Trek universe yeah yeah interesting that it's Rick and Morty people so I, I've seen some Rick and Morty enough to sort of I, get I, I've seen it um, I don't like it
1: I no I liked the first season and then. I,
0: uh, the Rick and Morty fans on the go. (laughs) Well, I know, but, you know, we're Star Trek fans. We can handle shitty fans. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know, but, no, you'd have to... I know, Rick and Morty special. You go to YouTube some stuff. I know, I know. But, um... So it's funny, though, because, um... I liked the show. I think it was good. It wasn't enough for me to keep watching it, but I yep. sort of, like, really appreciated it. And it's, like, one of the things I loved about The Simpsons always was that, like, there are jokes working on many levels, and the more you know, the funnier the show is. But I like the but idea... But I couldn't see the short track. I mean, this... Uh, a lower Decks being like
1: that. But I like the idea of there being a sort of
0: adult swim Star Trek animated series. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think this is going to be that. So I think they did say there... Because one thing... is Rick Kurtzman's adult swim, right? Yeah. Okay. But Kurtzman said... Um, we think that like fans of all ages should be able to have their way into Star Trek
1: well what he means by that is because they're doing another animated series for Nickelodeon don't uh, forget okay. which we didn't get any info on this got it got it Got it. so and you and I were talking about this on the way on the on the car yesterday like I had said to you you know with because don't forget there are these other two sh- Trek shows that we don't really know any info on the one I just mentioned the Nickelodeon one and then you have the Michelle Yeoh's section thirty one series. And to me it seems like they're trying to uh, make a trek show for all these different types of viewer demographics. And you know. It's weird. As a kid I think I was a little bit of a weird kid. Like I got into Trek very <laughs> very easily. But like, you know, I have I have a bun I have a couple nieces, I have a nephew. Like I was my my nephew is the age I was when I got into Trek. He's not get, he's not watching Star Trek Right know?
0: The reason I got
1: into it Was because the animated series Was on Nickelodeon oh, That's how That was how <laughs> That's but funny I have trouble remembering Like if I got into that first Of the original series But the animated yeah. series Was on Nickelodeon When I was little That was sort of my entry point There's no There's no like I don't think there's like An entry point for Trek For
0: young kids No Which is really. strange Because you know the The original series Is still the original series Right And I don't I mean I guess Kids were different
1: well, we were different, right? Maybe, I don't know. But and
0: I'm sure there's still some young kids that watch the original series and are fascinated because there's something really just, there's something weird about it when you're a kid. You so, know? It's I like mean, from another world because from a different time that makes it right. seem even more alien to you.
1: Well, like, my, my, my sort of worry, if you can call it one, was that, you know, is Trek gaining much new fans? Like, is it fanbase fan base is going to eventually just die off because well, there's
0: no. I, I think that's one of the issues with having it on. I hate to say it, but CBS All Access. Yeah. Because, like I've said, I've told this story Even before we're in the streaming world. Now, I've told this story before that um, I'm, I teach high school, so my students. There are shows that I know that they're going to like, and I remember Riverdale when it first came out. I asked my students about it, and this was just—it was on network TV broadcast, and they were like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." <laughs> And then be year... like, do you
1: know what NBC is? <laughs>
0: a year later, when no. Riverdale got on Netflix, every one of them was talking about Riverdale. So it's is this like... doesn't that kind of
1: go against what you said, though, because it's on CBS. It's a streaming, so like,
0: yeah, yeah, no, but it's like they, everyone already has Netflix. Once something gets oh, on yeah, Netflix, but it. nobody's yeah. gonna, no kids are gonna stumble on any show on right. CBS all You're saying if they put it on yeah, Netflix, yeah. and the craziest show. part was that Well,
1: then people in Europe are getting it too.
0: When, um, Outside the U.S. Uh, um, on Netflix. When Discovery, when season two is about to start, because in my school, every kid has a Chromebook, and right. I, I look over their shoulders and see what they're doing, but I saw banner ads for Discovery with so many of their, the sites they were going to, mm-hmm. and I just thought to myself, well, this is great, but none of these kids are going to see that ask ad. Him. ask them if they've watched it. I did ask before, like, Have you? do you know what that is? I'm like, oh yeah, I think I saw some books. No one's seen it because think about it. A kid would have to see that, and then they'd have to say, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna sign up and pay six nine a month for the show that I saw one banner at about."
1: My mom and dad don't pay for that; they don't have that channel.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It, you know what it is? It's kind of like the it's kind of like the equivalent in you know maybe like in the old days of like you know Have you seen the show? No, we don't have cable.
0: Yes, yes. In some sorry, ways, no. So
1: oh, I don't have I don't have which is still kind of a thing now. Yeah. Um, so squeaky fucking
0: chairs. I'm so sorry. Sorry. Um,
1: I'm so yeah, I, I'm. I swear all the
0: time, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> you don't know it's okay for them. They don't have kids in the car. Sorry. Um, so yeah,
1: so I, I'm. I'm interested. I'm into lower decks. So I'll see what they have to offer. It's. But again, I'm not like clamoring to see right what it is right at the moment.
0: Um, um, I'm curious. 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 I'm. 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 I'll, I'm going along for the ride. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. So, it's fun to not know what to expect, also. It the is. For Star Trek show. It is. is. strange.
1: So, the biggest announcement of this whole thing, which we were saving to the Yanks, it's the thing we can talk about the most, is uh, Picard. Picard. We Picard. finally got a look at the trailer fully, and just kind of what to expect, and I gotta tell you, um, it was way more than I thought. <laughs> way, way, way. way, way more Way more. Well... Yes and no. Like there was so, the biggest surprise in watching that trail was obviously seven of nine.
0: Yeah, that was one. I just was and d- not. Data that. made way more sense, of course.
1: Data made more sense for for me. I was thinking about this this morning. Like, Brent Spiner was rumored to be on there, but also,
0: and it makes so much sense. You're like, it's yeah, this is Picard. Order. Like,
1: a... well, and the other thing is like, you know, this is Picard. It's next gen. So yes, it's likely we will see right. some.
0: And Picard sort of probably had cast. the closest relationship with Data. Right. Wow. You tell me because this is what you would know. Hmm. What has Picard's interactions with Seven of Nine been? None. Fascinating.
1: He has never met on screen
0: before this mm-hmm. Seven of Nine. Um, Here's a question, though. Yeah. Wouldn't you have met her when he was cutest? Because he would have been all part of the same hive mind.
1: I mean, possibly, sort of. Not possibly, really, that's, but um, that's a stretch. Yeah, I mean, Picard as Locutus had been referenced on Voyager when they first met Seven of Nine,
0: but... But um, so she seemed to know him. Hey, what are you doing, Picard? You know, was like right. a playful little back and forth. Right.
1: Uh, well, before we get into that, I mean, what's your take on the trailer as a whole? Like, for me, it's a little difficult to f- sort of figure out what the show is about. I mean, clearly this girl who needs help.
0: I think I got right. it. Right. And
1: there's something Borg yeah. Romulan
0: related. But and but, yeah. but there's also something about her that's super special. Because remember the point they say, yeah. like, she doesn't realize what she is or something. Right. So, yeah, right. she needs help. some reason, she reaches out. I think it's basically what we said in our last podcast. Last Check it out, people. Yeah. But last it, week. It seems <laughs> yeah. like someone needs help. Mm-hmm. They reach out to Picard. It seems like Picard goes to Starfleet to try what? to get them to help. And I get the impression they don't want to help. So then he winds up in this...
1: You're just a crazy old retired animal. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or, or or maybe they tell him, like, just stay out of this, Jean-Luc. This is out of your... This is a bit above your control. Like, the, there are forces at play you don't understand. Yeah. And to him, he says, Let's no. Starfleet let us let us yes, take care of it. But he'll yeah. say, no, I see this is very simple. This girl's in trouble. I need to help her. Right. And so he has to enlist some um, scallions, mm-hmm. And then he has to be their captain while they go and do something. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the leading theories as to who she is. I mean, a, there was a point on the trailer where they a, they show that banner that says Captain Picard Day.
0: Yeah, well, okay, so who was that woman too? So we don't know her, right? Woman that said, "Remember who you are"? We do.
1: Yeah. Well, so what? I'm so first off, that thing that says Captain Picard Day that's from an episode of Next Generation.
0: I remember that. Yeah. And but why? Who would still be? Still I'm kind there? of Captain guessing
1: Picard that. Day. I think it's just left over from my where I'm going with this is I'm wondering if that girl was on the Enterprise as a little kid like was her family aboard the Enterprise because remember that ship carried families and and in that Captain Picard day when they do that it's the, the children of the Enterprise oh, yeah. that. so I'm wondering if like is she somebody who was was she on the Enterprise D as a little kid at some point possibly could be right could be um, could be so that's, yeah, that's. So I've. I've had sort of a guess on that, but.
0: Yeah. Here's my guess. Yeah. She is somehow like a link mm-hmm. to the Borg or something. Yeah. Somehow. Or like. Possibly. The child of a Borg? Mm hmm. That came out all the way human? I don't know. Something. Yeah. Because I can't see how else the Borg would fit into it.
1: Yeah, it's. It, so, from what I gathered, the they show that qu- we saw a quick glance of a Borg cube, and um, it cuts to what I think is the interior because it looks like you see um, assimilation or not assimilation um, Borg alcoves, right? And there's a sign that says this facility has gone. I forget how many days, such and such, without an, without an assimilation, right? And they seem to be Romulans. So, and don't forget, this show kind of deals with the fallout of the loss of Romulans right. as seen in the. So like I'm wondering if there's clear there seems to be some sort of Romulan you know is this a board vessel they're just salvaging or something like that or you know have is this like a, a sect of Romulans who just try to go off on their own and you know maybe the rest of the Empire just kind of regroups on on another planet of in the Federation these are just sort of like right. these rebellious
0: because I've you said there's got to be groups of Romulans that were off at, out of the Empire at the time right, and they right, may have right. gotten back together and tried to reform yeah something. exactly.
1: Um, So, yeah, you know, there's clearly some sort of Borg Romulan thing going on, which... Right. But, you know, as all trailers would be, it's not very clear what it is. But do you think
0: Seven of Nine is going to join this crew?
1: I don't think Seven of Nine... She's not a regular.
0: Oh, she's not. She's not a regular. Um, That's
1: too bad. Seven of Nine... But it's clear, like, they're kind of doing the same thing as they've done on Voyager, that whenever the Borg appear, you know, Seven has to kind of spring into action. Right. right, and it's it'd be interesting for me to. It's interesting for me to wonder, like when when Voyager got back, mm. what became of Seven of Nine? Like, did she become like you know? Because my guess is, I feel like she's maybe some sort of Starfleet operative now, just based on what
0: we right. Saw. And she looked so much right. more human. I mean, like her she, hair and her dress and everything. Right. she wasn't wearing the jumpsuit.
1: She, the way she said that, like you know, what are you doing here, Picard? Saving the galaxy? Like that whole scene, like it's such a moment. Like that's like what I think of like in a Marvel film like when a shield age just kind of appears, right? Just they're sitting in the room just waiting for them. They're like, hey what do you you know?
0: So Uh, I feel like section thirty one. Oh god, I hope not.
1: (laughs) Um but but what I mean is like, you know I'm wondering what her impact as a former Borg drone has had on the rest of Starfleet and the Federation. Like has she has she she must as a former Borg drone, I assume she's she must have she must now play some sort of have played some sort of role in them Knowing uh, yeah. so much more about the board. Yeah, like, like oh the board, if you the read strategize
0: against them, yeah, yeah. She'd be invaluable.
1: Oh, absolutely. So, um, yeah, she's but she's definitely more evolved now. She's much more human. You know, she's not stiff. And there were some fans complaining about that. I'm just like, listen, she hasn't played that role since 2001. And okay, dude, in 20 it's been, years.
0: She's been on Earth among humans, probably like getting help, you know, therapy and whatnot, and trying right. to like. Come around makes perfect sense.
1: But so. she was also beginning to come around in the finale of Voyager yeah. too. She was far less rigid in the finale of Voyager. Yeah. She was getting into a relationship with Chakotay. She was yeah. much more
0: taking her independence. Human. She still her has her duality.
1: She still has her implants, which I think was a nice touch. I mean, it would have been cool if maybe she didn't have them anymore. Like she got to the point where she didn't even need them
0: anymore. Yeah, right. But it would have been cool to like still have them, but, but now have total control over them.
1: Clearly, the doctor's guidance on her evolving her social skills has
0: paid off. Because yeah, yeah, well, I. Characters. Here's the thing. I want to let. She's right definitely
1: up. in a place where she's she's found her she's found her place. This is basically. very
0: important. This is very important. It's character development, know, man. Characters that don't change are mm-hmm. bad characters.
1: Right. Now we'll see. Just to go off for a second, that was one of my issues with Star Trek Into Darkness because it didn't. It, even though it took place after the first one. It did not seem to me like Kirk or the rest of them had evolved. Kirk was just as reckless in that one as he was in the first one. Yeah, and he gets yeah. the Enterprise taken away from him
0: for a little bit. Like, yeah.
1: there was no character evolved. Yeah, at least in
0: the third one, it makes sense because the third one, he's like, he's, he's grown tired of it. He's bored with it. Right. So that was character development. Yeah. That was, you know, and that was yeah. great. Like, I mean, the best character development, you see it happen. You know, just right. check in 20 years it's later like, and it's there, but still. Honestly, like,
1: do you really want to go back and see Seven of Nine after almost. Which I can't believe Almost 20 years Since we last saw her And yeah. to be in the exact Same place she was Last time Like <laughs> Be talking like a robot Exactly yeah. I mean There's I can understand it somewhat Same hairstyle I can understand it somewhat Because it's like Oh you know It's nostalgia Oh that's the 7 of 9 I remember But like No 20 years have gone
0: by Like I'm way more excited To see this than that It's
1: the next step In her evolution But right? as I like, said Right yeah.
0: we, I did say this And I have to say it here Yeah They managed to bring 7 of 9 back mm-hmm. But they couldn't bring Paul back in any form come on man they couldn't get to Paul on Enterprise I mean
1: Paul was an attempt to appeal to that was that 7 of 9
0: like mm-hmm. character saying because she has the, I, I don't
1: mean to sound
0: a retarded. nice jumpsuit
1: <laughs> no but I don't mean to sound that way but no, no that's true that's exactly that's, exact, that's exactly yeah, what that's exactly right. what they were doing yeah, they were trying to they had similar jumpsuits we they were trying man. to maintain <laughs> the 7 of 9 look yeah. of the character you know I'm, You know, yeah. forgive yeah. me for sounding If I, no, I don't even think I sound crude but like yeah jumpsuits yeah um so that was because remember I said to but you last,
0: they wound up being cool characters too. You know, it would have been right. bad if they weren't good characters, but they were. But so. it's cool
1: to see like some crossover between Voyager and Next Gen. And um, we had said it last week. We were talking about how it would be cool to see characters from the other shows. But I said to you, I only want to see them if it makes sense plot wise. Yeah, the Borg here. Clearly, this makes, makes some so sort of did. sense.
0: Data, of course, makes sense.
1: Right. And by the way, we don't even know if this is an overarching overarching plot for the season. Right. This could just be one episode out of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, we had the same discussion with Season 2 of Discovery right. when that trailer well, came
0: out. Well, they did actually say about this, this will be... I mean, you thought the Red Angel was going to be... Three episodes. I right. <laughs> thought it was all just a bait so, and okay, So, I, mean, I, I which, am wrong in some ways, but, but like, we were also spinning current, theories
1: based on scenes from one yeah, episode.
0: But they did say about this show, this is going to be episodic, big arc stuff. This is not going to be... I guess they were just saying this is not going to be Next Generation, which of course... Is not no, at This might it. be a good point to bring up the great quote that we heard from um, the actress who I know from um, Law & Order SVU. Okay. That's great. Okay. I heard. We'll, s- we'll
1: set this up. Michelle so. Hurd. Set this. So we're talking about storyline and making sure things work
0: properly. <clears throat> yeah. So she was, oh, she was talking about what it's like to work with um, Pacano, uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And she said, oh, it's so great. You know, he's a great actor, blah, 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 like everybody said. But then she said, um, and, you know, he really respects the fans. And even while we're making the show, he will say... The fans are not going to buy this, or the fans are going to buy this. And I love that because, right. as I pointed out, I feel that sometimes in certain situations there's a lack of that on these CBS all You're seasons. not wrong.
1: However, you also have to remember that you're talking about a character who has seven seasons and four films under his belt. Yeah. And he would know better than anybody what the fans love about I next know. generation. So but he if, has a way of saying, like...
0: Yeah, but uh, if you're a writer for a show, you should know.
1: No, you're, and the thing is, you're not. You should wrong. don't just call You're not, you're not, not elevators. Ugh, you're not wrong. I'm just
0: adding a little more to it. But yeah, that's true. I mean, he's so more qualified than almost anyone.
1: So seven of nine was a big shock, but the other thing that was a big shock, and he wasn't in the trailer. So, so Hugh Jonathan Del Arco, who played a Borg on Next Generation. I don't know if you know how familiar you are with this. No, there was an episode of Next Generation. It was the fifth season where they find a crashed Borg vessel on a planet, it's called I-Borg you should watch it and he's the only survivor and, he's, and he's, he's not separated from the collective really but he's on their own and he begins to sort of evolve a little bit and sort of gain a little bit of individuality and um, when they send him back, and the idea was they want to try to use him as a way to destabilize the entire... Yeah, like a,
0: collect- like a, almost like a malware.
1: Right. But they become so attached to him that they're like, Jordy's like, I can't do this. You know, yeah. the, the, the the sort of...
0: Because um, it would be doing it to a human.
1: Well, right, and the sort of, you know, what they come up with is they sort of say, like, you know, it's kind of like when they have to use animals in a laboratory for an experiment sometimes, and it, usually it's a problem. Picard even says this on the episode. By comparison, he's like, you know, sometimes it, if the... You know, scientist becomes too attached to the animal; it yeah. becomes a problem. Usually, if that experiment involves killing that animal, yeah. And and Picard says to Geordi, "Like, I suggest you unattach yourself, like, immediately."
0: Wow, it's cold blooded, yeah, right? Because um, it is still a person. But
1: Picard has sort of a personal, oh, yeah, feeling because yeah, he was forgot, also a yeah. and he knows well him as a former attached. board drone. Simil- but a, but he, he, but he was
0: also know. he was able to come back. Why would he not give this guy the same chance?
1: Because he just sort of understands, like, what the Borg are capable of, and he knows the threats, you know. Think of it, though. it's one drone right. out of billions.
0: But that was what he was. Right.
1: Picard go, back was. Watch, go back and watch the episode.
0: I'm going to watch Go watch it. I will watch um, it haven't watched it in a while, but, you know, I mean, how so could he uh, do that? There you go. It's, a lo- it's cold-blooded. A little bit.
1: Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, so that's going to be... And that character reappeared on Next Generation one other time. But, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see, to see him if there as well. he's that same
0: character. Yeah. Do you say he is? He's playing the same... Cha- yeah, he's oh, okay. Borg. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, these people that do the makeup stuff, the actors, they because do all kinds of different
1: things. they end up... In Next Gen, and so in the next episode he appears, it's the finale of Season 6. It's called Descent. It's another Borg-centric episode, ironically focused on Data and his brother Lore. Um, even though they didn't... Put in that program to destroy the Borg in him. The fact that he gained a sense of individuality had a. It's that it had a sort of devastating effect on the rest of the collective, and that it drove some of the, these Borg like to insanity. They became confused, and Data's brother Lore be, decided to become their leader and give them a sense of purpose. Mm. So he's leading this sort of group of like separated. Oh, Borg so maybe from that group of shows up. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Okay. I mean it was a threat that was never really picked up on after that. That's so we don't really know. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cool, um, but a good segue into data.
0: Yeah, so we so, see, first we see data in a drawer. So
1: hold love. so <laughs> data in a drawer. It's funny. I have to. So we were out yesterday, remember? Out. So I am checking my phone for you know Twitter updates. I am kind of upset that I can't be watching this live. So I am checking Twitter. constantly. you are driving. I am sitting in the passenger side. I am like, oh, the new trailer's out. So I start playing it. You pulled over. We pulled <laughs> over to watch it. Very responsible, but driving. for some reason. We didn't stick. Yeah, I
0: don't
1: know why. We were controlling it. You're right. I, we just thought it was okay. That's it. And yeah. um, so I came home. So I came home. We only like, saw
0: data in the drawer. So like we the museum.
1: And I get home. I'm, I go into it. I'm seeing screenshots of data. I'm like, I'm like, what is this from?
0: Yeah. What
1: the fuck is this even we from? And, it, and uh, so I go back and go back and watch it again. I'm like, <laughs> it's at the end. I see. Yeah. Um, so, so first off, that's not data in the drawer. That's his brother before from Nemesis. Data was destroyed. In Nemesis. His brother before still exists. So that's his
0: brother. In the drawer? In the drawer, yes. And it's also his brother at the end? Well, this is where I'm going. So, But he got all his memories in his He does, but I But I think this what this is what I
1: think is going on. So Brent Spiner said that Data is going to appear throughout the season in different ways. Right? Okay. I think I think what you're seeing is a dream sequence. I mm-hmm. think Picard is having a dream. For two reasons. For once it's, you have to kind of be an eagle eye viewer to spotted, but data it looks like data is wearing the first contact era uniform. She's wearing the you see the yellow turtleneck but you see a little bit of gray yeah right and he also refers to picard as captain
0: yeah but they, they would probably all call, still call him captain
1: no but the last time picard saw data he was a captain picard's an admiral now
0: i know but oh yeah no he's not he's, he's nothing he's retired
1: but but even then if he's retired you still call him by his rank that he left off with.
0: Technically. Data
1: Data would not know that Picard was an admiral at this point. Right. Right, so we still call him... But I think everybody would still call him captain
0: just because it's like, you are our captain. Man. No, I don't think so. All right. <laughs> disagree to <or> disagree.
1: <laughs> All good things notwithstanding. Um, I think... I think what's going to happen is um, Data is going to appear to Picard in like various... I kind of feel like, as weird as it may sound, I feel like Picard's going to have some sort of like visions of data or something. Oh, like so it's various, be like, yeah,
0: because there's um, what's it called? What's his, his disease? His brain disease called?
1: Yeah,
0: I forget. Arithmitis, something, something with an e. Yeah, yeah. So his brain disease will be getting right. Could be,
1: and the fact that he's they're playing cards and he goes, I don't want the I don't want this game to I don't want the game to end. Yeah, yeah. Like there's something very A lot of things. It's prolific, the right word. Something very prolific about that. Something very.
0: It's like, yeah he's, he's, yeah, he's. It's like the relationship he doesn't want to, doesn't want to lose him. Right. And so. But he's his question. only connection to here's data for some
1: sort of. Yeah.
0: But if B4 has the memories. Right. Couldn't they just plug data into B4? Well, they.
1: Well, right. And as I said, that's what happens in that comic Countdown, which is a prequel to the 2009 yeah film. That's established as to what happened, which Kurtzman is also a co writer on. So I think. And this is just what we've seen. I mean, why would B four be in a drawer? Because B B four appears in Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah, um, we gotta like we gotta put together some like playlist here, right? We gotta watch
0: Nemesis. Um, I gotta watch it.
1: We, we should do an audio commentary. We should do an audio commentary on Nemesis, or at
0: least a follow up. Well, because
1: you know what, Nemesis is not well regarded. Nemesis is not too well regarded amongst I fans, know. but I feel like the movie now is becoming far more
0: relevant right right, and it may not, still so, not be, may not be a great movie but it's got important things it's important Tom Hardy's in it even though he
1: thinks he's it's very important. good it's important so um yeah they meet they find actually beef- I
0: read an interview with Tom Hardy and they were, he was asked about that and he said that like he was terrified the entire time and he never got comfortable he was just scared the entire time doing the movie because it was his first big movie
1: um so yeah, they they find B four in Nemesis, and it's sort of established that B four was the prototype for Data and Lore. So he's not as advanced or as as Data and Lore really are. Okay. He doesn't have a, pros- a positronic brain. His processing power is much slower yeah. and whatnot. And they, they they portray him in that movie as a sort of like dumbass Rain Man type of. I don't, well, I don't want to say Rain Man. I I don't mean that. <laughs> sorry, sorry I, exactly. I, don't mean, ra- I don't mean ra- I don't mean the way I don't mean like he's a dumbass, but like <laughs> he's if you think of the way it yeah, you know, doesn't happen invent- as right. rain yeah 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 imagine like, like a Commodore th- 64 thinks, compared thinks, to our he thinks iPhone. differently and the way he the way he behaves it seems very rain man like right yeah um so we uh right back um do you respect wood
0: this is not wood <laughs> <laughs> yes, do you
1: respect wood yeah um, but
0: that's not wood article board covered in a... Uh, beneath. Sorry,
1: we left a ring on my
0: uh, I got rid of the ring. Well. And I don't respect wood, because that's not wood. <laughs> this is wood. This is wood. I don't okay. care about this. Um,
1: I'm sure it's a great So Westerners. we So <laughs> we, we meet... Yeah, they're getting a little bit of taste of what a relationship is like in some ways. Um, so we get, we get to meet him um, in Nemesis, and yeah, so before Data... Data does dump his memories, and, kind of like the way Spock did to McCoy at the end of Wrath of Khan. Got right. it. So... And it's and that movie ended with a hint of yes, maybe Data will eventually sort of reassert himself. And in the Countdown comic, he does. So, which Kurtzman is a co-writer of. So, I have a feeling that he may be canonizing some aspects of that, or maybe he would have. Maybe he does the whole thing. I don't know, mm. but yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it, I guess we can't know. I guess we can't know. But I hope that we can only speculate at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, right. So, if you've got his memory somewhere, right? Yeah. By that time, they should just be able to build a new one with Positronic Brain and all that and then just slide the well, chip Well, it's,
1: it's kind of established throughout the show that
0: data is very advanced and nobody not n- nobody can just build their own data. But now we've got 20 years. Right. Oh, of course. So maybe. Yeah, no. maybe. Well, um, they can just uh, you know make an area and pop, pop them in you know, there.
1: And given the, the amount of fan service that they do, it would be cool if it ends up being that guy, Bruce Maddox, the one who wanted to take data, measure of men, the guy who wanted to take data apart oh, to yeah. go more. Like, how cool would that be if it was that
0: character who finally figured it out? He actually got to take before because apart.
1: Because Data says to him at the end, "It goes, continue your work. He goes, when you're ready, I'll still be here. Which he's not, but... Oh
0: my god, imagine?
1: That would be amazing if that ends up that being be the intense, case. Because, you know, you could say many things about the current, like, Trek administration, but one thing they are not terrible at is fan service. They are very good <laughs> at this fan service, and... Maybe. People like to say they're not fans, but they're fans. They would they would go back and grab that if they could. That would be cool. Yeah,
0: but that would be so bad.
1: Why? Because
0: that guy was not cool. No, I think he was just
1: misguided.
0: I know. He just got but, ahead of
1: himself, right? But jeez, um, man, you
0: wanted to like take him apart like a, like a frog. You know what always
1: gets good. me? Like I love how they pull this draw out and they have like it fits in perfectly. I'm like I'm like where do, where do you get one of those? You just, where do you people just store their androids? Yeah, he's the
0: fabricator. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Everybody has an Android storage <laughs> drawer in their homes. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and it's also confirmed, although not seen, Commander Riker and, or excuse me, Captain Riker and Troy are going to be appearing. In fact, Jonathan Frakes tweeted out this morning that he's filming his scenes tomorrow.
0: Is, is... A he's director, director, he's actor. So, but yeah. is he directing himself or no? Uh, he's
1: already directed his two episodes. Okay. So, um, I think they said they've got three more to shoot, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. LeVar
1: Burton has also said he's expecting to
0: return at some point.
1: So yeah. I think you'll see the entire crew throughout the show at some point at various times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One other thing I noticed from the interviews is that Patrick Stewart just seems like a solid dude. If you, you take know, away that whole fat shaming thing he did when he was drunk, yeah, take that away. But, like, this young actor was telling the story of how mm-hmm. uh, he was really, really scared and. Yeah. Patrick Stewart took the time to tell him about how he had a panic attack like thinking yep. about filming and whatnot so you know I mean what a solid dude
1: who's the other one you said when a plane was flying overhead they had oh, way yeah. for it to clear he held her hand yeah, the whole I'm time and just you. kept looking at her saying yeah. and what's cool about it is I mean obviously I don't know Patrick Stewart personally but I've I've seen him in interviews in the past, like be dodgy about Star Trek sometimes, but he seems you know the sense I get from this, he seems genuinely excited to be back into into this role, and I think and he's also stated like I didn't want to just do a sequel to Next Generation, I wanted to ensure that what we were doing was new
0: and different, and that's what we I've we both and he's also had a hand in the writing of this too. we've both always been saying that the thing that makes me feel good about this is the fact that Patrick Stewart, I don't think he would do a shitty show. He would want to do something no. new and different. No, so I think that that gives me a lot of hope. And
1: I think that was one of the requirements, right? Like I think he when he when they announced this show a year ago at the TrekCon, he said like I didn't want to do this again. I didn't want to just do a sequel mm. to Next Generation. I wanted to do something that was different. Yeah. Right? And you know, I've heard other people who want to who come back on these shows, or you know, it's rumored that they're going to be coming back on these old shows, bringing them back. Like, you know, like Kelsey Grammer, for example, like. There's there's talks that they're going to do Frasier again. Yeah. But one of his requirements is, like, he goes, I don't want to go back to the same apartment in Seattle and just pick up where we left off, because I want to... What's the next phase of Frasier's life? So, like... And it's the same with Picard, right? Like, they... He wants to... What's the next chapter of this this guy's life, basically? Which I think is really, really a nice thing.
0: Me too. Me too.
1: Um, And... Because how can you not think, compare it to next generation,
0: obviously, right? I mean, especially possible. if maybe if, if, if they tried to do like an episodic, right thing. I mean, you could never do that, right? I hope. I just. I do hope it doesn't get too different.
1: You don't want it. You don't want it to stray too far from the mothership. Yeah, in yeah a way. yeah. He yeah.
0: still um, has to be Picard.
1: He does, and but I have no doubt. You know, I have no doubt that he will be, and it'll be interesting for me to see. How easy it is for him to sort of take on that role again. Because when I saw that scene with Data at the end, Brent Spiner hasn't played that character since in full since Nemesis. I mean, he made a you you hear him do a voiceover in the finale of Enterprise, but that's it. Yeah, you know, right. It just seemed to me that he just so easily slipped right back into that character, and it was oh, yeah. as if no time had passed. Oh yeah, and, right? and then plus, the, I mean, and as I, somebody to me who's done some acting before, like I'd be curious to know, yeah. like what. How easy it was for them to
0: sort of get back. I into bet you one thing that helps is the fact that they all probably see each other at least once a year in Las Vegas. Yeah, they're besties, the next year, yeah, and people. like they're all buddies, so I'm yeah. sure that helps. Yeah,
1: they definitely have a Snapchat
0: group. I'm sure they do. <laughs> they have yeah, they have a, yeah. Uh, yeah. a group a group, a group chat text. Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, so, and I know that you know, going back and watching the interviews on the Star Trek 2009 film, like you know, Nimoy even said he goes, it, he's like, yeah, it felt like putting on a an old bathroom because, but it took me a little bit to sort of remember what my beats were and just because like, I haven't played Spock in, in ages so yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know
0: he wrote a whole book I Am Spock I wrote a book I Am Not Spock before that I just picked up I Am Spock by the
1: way yeah but you you have to watch I you have to read I Am Not Spock first yeah
0: but speaking of books yeah I am reading uh, the, Advent- the Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay written is by this? Michael Chebon
1: is this new? it feels new
0: yeah it is it's new? and um so he's one of the main writers for um Picard, which is interesting because this book is about a couple of guys in the um, like 1939 New York City that are comic book artists writers. Right. So it's you know it's the characters are well done. The dialogue's great. I mean, it's just interesting someone that you know Pulitzer Prize novel writer right. is writing for Picard. That's cool. So, any insights I get from reading really this? Really well-designed cover, to it, like that. Isn't it great? Yeah, yeah, you kind of get that vibe of, like, 30s comic book era. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff.
1: And it's a series of short stories, you said?
0: No, it's yeah. a... Or just a big story about these guys. And I think it's loosely based on... Maybe I will pick that up. It's loosely based Where'd on... Did you get this one? got it on Amazon. I actually mm-hmm. have an extra copy, because I like, go in a used bookstore, so if you want it, to you. want, I want that copy. Nope. Same cover, just on a... You know, well, I kind of want to um, So <laughs> it's based on mind. either the two guys. Um, it's mm-hmm. based on either Jack Kirby and Joe Simon, who created Captain America. Yep. Or it's based on um, the Superman guys. I forget which
1: one. Okay. So, so. Loosely based. So overall, yesterday was a really, it was a big, big day. Um, how are you feeling about the sort of state of Trek? i am good. The I'm feeling goals? a little bit
0: disappointed because I really thought we were getting some Picard this year.
1: Yeah, it's the only just one I got. Yeah,
0: I agree. So didn't we hear like August, September? Well, they
1: said late twenty. They no, late, they didn't say that. They 19, said like late twenty nineteen, right. which I thought I thought like oh, probably like
0: November, November. or something. Yeah. But that's all right. right. I, I mean, if you probably January.
1: Probably like January. I, I, based on what we saw, though, like look, it sucks, but I feel like it'll be. Uh, <laughs> he's touching my keyboard there's a little bit of a there's a resting pad yeah I was my. touching the resting pad I wanted to see keyboard. was it soft or was it keyboard. solid I <laughs> you just poked it at a very random time sorry <laughs> um based on what we saw in that trailer though I have a feeling that it'll be worth the wait I think it'll be worth the wait and uh, yeah my guess is January probably
0: yeah oh, we'll yeah. be ready
1: and, but in the meantime we'll be able to satiate that hunger with the six short tracks which are due out this fall so um the other thing that is sort of making rumblings in the news is that um, so the two corporations that own Trek, you have Paramount and you have CBS, oh, yeah. there's talk that they may merge again, right. CBS and Viacom. so if that's the case we we will have Trek all sort of under one roof. All the designs
0: will now be 25% more similar uh, That was an inside joke, if you don't yeah. get it, you're lucky Yeah, you heard me go on a tear about that this morning again <laughs> Um not an inside joke, but like a yeah.
1: So it'll be it'll be great. Dumb to, it'll be it Star Trek be, um,
0: journalism joke.
1: It'll be great to see to have um, sort of the two Treks under one roof again. And I think you know honestly, like I was thinking about this, it could also be a really good thing in terms of getting more movies made, right? Because I'm I'm sort of equating it some in some ways of like you know you got the Marvel. Studios over here, but then you, then you have all these other little studios that have, like other studios right, that right. have. So, like, them getting Fox. Them for getting instance. together. And, you know, so I'm hoping that this could also be. And I'm sure Paramount would welcome this as sort of like, yeah, we need to get. Right. We want to sort of take advantage of this and get yeah. more films. Here's a fascinating yeah, You can even make. I don't know why they don't do this, but you could even make films for CBS All Access, in all honesty. Yeah,
0: that's true. Yeah. but cool go on. On. Go ahead. Here's an interesting thing. Do you think that ever again you could wow. have a situation that Star Trek has always had where. You are having the cast of a TV show be in the movie
1: during the time. Like you mean while well, yeah. the show's production, being or like, even after,
0: right? Did you ever see like a Discovery movie? Well, I mean, they did opening. It, in. They did it. I mean, they did it already. I know that. That's what I mean. But do you would think you think would they do it again? Yeah, because um, now it seems like it, times have are right.
1: Because that seemed at least back then. I mean, let's be honest. I've always said that. Star Trek was sort of the original MCU at its height you had series on the air and movies being made and it always seemed like at least back then you'll probably agree with this you do a series and you graduate into films yeah into the you know because I think when Next Generation started getting their movies then it began to you began to think like oh then maybe yeah when's a DS9 movie coming and then Voyager and stuff like that so and and Enterprise is actually going to do that as well I think that would be really
0: cool Um, I don't think it could ever happen again
1: I don't I think what no. I think what they would do is they would sort of do what they did in the old days, and Marvel. Well, Marvel did. Well, did Marvel is Marvel doing it? What I mean is like you'll have a cast in a film, but then you'll have characters from the TV show make sort of appearances in the movie, but as support. But I mean, like you're talking like like a discovery. Well, I think I think what they would do is they'll do maybe they'll more likely do what I said, but would they do a discovery movie?
0: I don't think so. It would be too hard. Like you have to introduce the characters again. I don't. Well. It would cost so much money. And people would just th- have th- the vibe like, why I didn't watch the but show. You know so.
1: what? I think that's okay, though, because I think that the I think Star Trek The Motion Picture works on its own, having not seen the original show. That was sort of a reintroduction. Like, who it? hadn't it? seen the
0: original show that's on it? Everyone in the world, everyone in the country had seen the show. Well,
1: obviously, the people who went to go see the movie watched the show, but I, I still think, as a movie by itself, yeah. it works fine. I mean, I, I, I know, I've known older folks over the years who love, who are not Trek fans, but they even but they love The, movie. the Voyage Home oh, yeah, yeah. or even The Wrath of Khan so like it's, it's the trick is finding that balance between doing a movie for the fans but also getting in general audiences and I think that so like, what does that mean? You have to have those scenes where they sort of introduce sort yeah. of reintroduce the characters again and Yeah,
0: I think it would be tough, that's all I'm saying I don't, it's, I don't it's, expect it I think it I think it's a little t-
1: again it's finding that balance between between them in some ways so but I think you know if this if this merger takes place I would love to see them try to attempt to uh, do that yeah yeah
0: yeah.
1: maybe we'll get the uh, or no we'll get, we'll get we'll get Pike a Star Trek story you were, <laughs> you were saying. yes
0: yes it's funny, that started off as a joke, and... I know. That was well, it's funny, so... <laughs> the Young Pike Chronicles. So, I think I,
1: I, think I meant... I, I can't remember if <laughs> I mentioned this when we recorded something a couple weeks ago, but... So, you know, like, um... You know, like, Facebook sometimes reminds you, like, here's what you posted a year ago, something like that, so... When Star Wars... Solo, a Star Wars story came out. Yeah. This is before we even knew anything about Season 2 of Discovery. Right. We didn't know sh- There was no announcement. <laughs> I mean, we knew the Season 2... We didn't know who... We didn't know Pike was... We didn't know anything. So, the day that movie came out, I tweeted a... I, Posted a picture of um, Jeffrey Hunter as Pike I go let's be honest We'd all go see Pike A Star Trek story instead yeah. Sort of Because you and I Had that conversation. I was being funny You, you were saying I don't want to
0: see A <laughs> solo of a Star Wars story I <laughs> said but you would Go see Pike A, S- a Star Trek story <laughs> I was like Nobody knows
1: who that is And, it, and so
0: a year <laughs> after that I got reminded
1: I'm just like I'm going to retweet this And be like I'm like <laughs> yeah. I'm like well We kind of got what we want. <laughs> we kind of got What we wanted already yeah. yeah
0: But I do have to bring back One other thing That you said before Okay so I remember you said be wrong on something. No, don't know no, no, It's just about how you said about Star Wars. It's like, oh, it's overkill. They're doing too much. You know, nobody wants to see that much of something. I didn't say, yet, no, I didn't say nobody wants to see that much of something. Yeah, here we are with Star Trek. I didn't say that. We're cramming it all out there. Okay, listen. Okay,
1: listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: try to combat this as best I can. <sighs> because here's my point. My point about Star Wars was like, it's a couple of movies a year. You just go see them. It's a couple hours.
1: But. To me, Star Wars is a franchise that's about a dynasty. It's about the Skywalkers. I see. see. Right? So, what I mean by that is, the more you expand all of this and have all these stories, eventually you have the Skywalkers just being a small blip. A small part of a big... And I'm just like, they they are the main...
0: I see. see. I'm sure sure there are some people that are like, no, it's Kirk and Spock. Probably, but... The, the,
1: that's the best sort of response yeah, I can give it's, you it's, that's, but, fine, that's fine you know and look I, I will come forward and say I'm also biased because I'm a bigger Trek fan than a Star Wars yeah. fan yeah. but at the same time though let's not forget okay let's not forget I don't think every single thing works as a franchise you can't make a franchise out of everything No, not everything works lends itself to that
0: and as <laughs> and the pull drive for everyone to do that is
1: great. But nice. as cool as Star Wars is, like, Star Wars is not about exploration. Star Trek is about exploration and going out there. So just by definition, its concept is a world-building type of thing. Yeah, Star opinion. Wars is
0: about a war, conflict.
1: Star Wars is about, Star Wars is a family, I'm sorry, Star Wars is a family drama at its core, in my right. opinion. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, it's also a galactic, you know, conflict.
1: I still go by with what Lucas said. It's a story about fathers and sons.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, you can expand Star Wars as much as you want, but how... When you look at the other expanded stories for, and then you have the Skywalker's. how important are those other ancillary tales?
0: Yeah. I right. mean, like... Yeah. Even the Clone Wars, I think, and, is the best. was still Anakin.
1: And it kind of speaks to... Like, when we went to go see Rogue One, right? Which, I mean, we did enjoy. Yeah. Right? It's not the greatest, but... I remember we went in there just sort of like, and I was even talking to the person in the theater next, who was sitting next to me, but I didn't even know when the movie ended. It was sort of like, we sort of, went in there go, we sort of went in there going like, okay, we don't know what to expect. We don't know what we're going to be seeing here, but let's just kind of go along and see where they take us. And I remember like one of my first things I asked going into was, is, is there going to be an opening crawl?
0: Yeah.
1: Are they going to do that, right? And
0: there wasn't. See, there was a little thing that gave us some info though, right?
1: Well, it said a long time ago in the Galaxy Away. Then it just said... Then it just went into the whole thing. The opening scene. And then when that scene ended, it just came up and said Rogue One. It oh, just, yeah, yeah. You know, I think so- it was Solo. Solo did a little bit more with the a long time ago in the Galaxy 508. Yeah, and then it had a little... Yeah. This but and that's happening. the point is, when... I don't remember who said it. it. I don't think it was anybody, like... I don't think it was, like, an official link to the film or something like that. But it was like, no, the opening crawls are just reserved for the saga films. Yeah. And I thought to myself... Okay, so that means that this Rogue One. That, so this isn't as important, then?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. Rogue One was not as important. I think you could tell. Right. Like, I don't know.
1: I mean, it was, but it's like the fact that the fact that you make a movie going into it, and I make this, in the fact that Disney makes this film, and then they more or less treat it as like, yeah, you don't have to see it. We know people will, but it's not. It's not required viewing. It's like. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but it's how... But they, like, they're counting on you going to see it anyway, though. But that's how... Yeah. And Doctor Strange is. And yeah. Captain Marvel and whatnot.
1: I guess I can't take... I guess with Trek in some ways I can't take the rose-colored glasses off in many respects.
0: <laughs> yeah, and with Star Wars I can.
1: Yeah, it, it's difficult for me to be... It can be very difficult for me to be objective with Trek yeah, a lot of the me times. too with Star Wars. because so, I do think
0: those Star Wars chose probably the worst two movies to make for their first right. solo outings. And I said to you, I
1: was trying this with season two of Discovery, I was trying to... Take the tricky hat off and just let it. Yeah. And
0: just watch it as it is. <laughs> that was right. a mistake once the writing started. That's getting, actually when I did it. It's getting interesting. <laughs> it
1: it, 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 it kind of happened at the wrong. I kind of decided to do that at the wrong time. Yes. Yeah. Um, All right.
0: So we're boring you with Star Wars now. So we should uh, let you go. Yeah, we should let everybody go. Um.
1: So. Yeah, I think the next podcast we record. I mean, you so. So just, well, so a little bit of housekeeping. So since, between the last recording and this one, obviously, some things on our end changed. We had a Picard Twitter, then we killed it. And then we decided to rename everything. We, you and I had, like, a conference call. Yeah.
0: It could be equated yeah. to, and I was, right. like, doing all this stuff. So, so yeah, we're now, in Star Trek, we blame trust... All t- so, blame all of me. In Star Trek, we trust is, is going to be the blanket right. umbrella term for everything we do. Right. Discovery, Picard, whatever.
1: Basically, what this means is the fact because we do this, this now allows us to sort of t- talk about anything we want Trek related. Before it was just Discovery only, then it was Discovery and Picard, but with with this yeah. with this slew of new shows coming, right. and then I'm also being and then also any of them being connected to previous um, yeah. ones
0: because we sort of realized if you're a fan that watches Discovery, or watches right. Picard, and listens to a podcast. <clears throat> There's, you're going to be pretty much kind of interested in everything. So there's no point in us segregating everything into right. its own And so
1: if we evolve this podcast into more of a sort of general interest track, it means we can bring you more episodes. Because when we were just doing Discovery back then, we were sort of hanging on updates. Like, okay, some news drop, let's do an episode. You know, yeah. are out, let's do an episode. But, like, there was nothing... I don't want to say it wasn't substantial, but, like, there wasn't a whole lot that we could do in between... Yeah, the seasons yeah. of discovery. Yeah. And if there's so, something
0: you're not interested in, you know, just ignore that episode. But don't but the drop way but, us from your feed. Please. But the way it'll work
1: is, you know, we'll still probably when we talk about Discovery, we'll I'm sure we'll still call it in the show terms anyway, in Discovery We Trust. Yeah. Same with the Picard, the best of both worlds. Um, and then whatever the other shows are called, but they will be named as such on the episode feed so you'll know yes what which ones we're talking about. So um, but, yeah, th- and I think in some ways this just opens up a whole lot of uh, doors for us to just sort of go in sort of any direction we want. And, again, especially with the news that broke yesterday, you know, if we wanted to do, say, a commentary on Nemesis, or just wanted to talk about Nemesis, or, like, talk yeah. about any specific episodes that we think may tie into, yeah, we can or, do that now. Where, or even an episode we were just... like this.
0: Where would it go? Would it go in the Discovery feed? Would it go in the Picard feed? Yeah, exactly.
1: So, and we, I mean, we kind of tested it a little bit with doing the film commentaries, but, like... Yeah. Because I remember you said, like, you know, we're going to try to connect to Discovery. Like, we did the Voyage Home one. Like, there's no connection to Discovery <laughs> at all yeah. with the Voyage Home. We're just doing because we like it, so... Yeah. Um, Very true. So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of play this by ear at the moment. Yeah, uh, but I, just
0: I, stay tuned for everything here at this...
1: I suspect the, yeah, yeah, I suspect the, and again, we've consolidated all the, work to one Twitter feed, which I've renamed, I'm sorry we lost, Disco Podcast, it was a great, <laughs> it was a great name, but it's yeah, now it's called, cool. um, it's now at Star Trek We Trust, I don't think it's, I think it's at Star Trek We Trust. Okay. um Podcast, so I, and I think I told you I had to modify the podcast feed, so once we changed it, the name, the feed eventually changed as well, so I had to resubmit that to iTunes, but I don't think, I think uh, okay. on, I think on the user end, nothing changes. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. They just it just needs a new feed to get new episodes yeah. from. Nice. So okay, um, so I think um, as far as news goes, I mean, we probably, unless they may announce something, there may be more news at the next um,
0: yeah
1: Trek convention. But, but um,
0: likely it'll be just a small add-on to this.
1: Leading up to Picard, like we can, uh, you know, talk about things like I think we could do in a whole episode on Star Trek Countdown the comic I keep referencing. We can talk yep. about Nemesis, hey. yep, anything like that. So where are they now? Where are they now? oh that's the other thing the uh, the blog oh yes the blog um, so we have a blog now it is called instartrekwetrust.blogspot.com and I wrote the first entry last Monday uh, which was kind of a prelude to this uh, to this announcement of uh, Picard but um basically you know, figuring out you know basically let, reminding everybody of where we last left the Next Generation crew before um uh you know post uh, Star Trek Nemesis and um this is all sort of in anticipation of what we could possibly see on um picard so we've definitely got some answers so um, yeah but yeah, we tend so to write more stuff i mean i know you said you want to write some stuff yeah we're going to be as well. writing
0: some stuff here and there
1: we realize that we don't really have like a aside from you know twitter kind of prevents us from like putting in extended thoughts something and we right. wanted to kind of put a, put down a place where we could actually Write this stuff yes. down. And we
0: certainly have noticed that there's a lot of bad Trek journalism out there. Right. And why not make some good Trek journalism?
1: Yeah, we won't call anybody out specifically.
0: No, I just mean, you know, like Nothing with the word you know,
1: edge. Nothing with the word edge in it. Click uh, baby stuff too, yeah. where it's like
0: they'll take one little bit of news and then they'll expand it into this article that says nothing. Right. Except that little bit of news. Star but, Trek fake news. We have to be the Yeah. <laughs> we have to be the uh, yeah, we'll be the, uh, the Washington Post of Trek.
1: Well, I think what I've just found is that I think a lot of, I think a lot of people who write stuff like that, and again, I'm not, I don't mean to call anybody out specifically. I know I kind of hinted at one, but um, they don't know the lore as well as they think they do.
0: Yeah. Or. Right. Chances are they work for something. Or they don't
1: research it before they write something. Yeah, because
0: a lot of them probably, you know, like when you're getting paid to be a writer, yeah. you don't get paid much. Like for this
1: online. like for this article I wrote, I mean, I had to go to I had to reference memory alpha a couple of times just to just to ensure that what the things I was writing was
0: was yeah. ac- were accurate. Yeah, yeah and, and this is likely. like giving you specific information. It's not just trying to get you a click to be like, surprising new news about Yeah, like art.
1: this isn't an opinion piece. This is like no, this is where we last yeah. left. And it's not a news so either. Um, I don't know what our next article will be. No, I'm not sure. Um, they're but just kind of you know, musings. I mean, it's yeah, not going to be... Yeah, we'll put
0: be, them on Twitter when they come out.
1: It's just a musing. Just sort of our own musings. It's like that I guess. So. Exactly. Um, our email address has not changed. It's still in trust at gmail.com. That's but, fine. Um, that's fine. I don't care about that. We don't get... We've gotten like three emails. Yeah. Because you'll be glad to hear this. I will. Later. So, somebody did write us and tell us told us what they were doing when they were listening. <gasps>
0: I've been, I know, so I know for, this was something that you For people that are listening, really, I've been asking really so many episodes, like, so what do you do while you listen? Do you <laughs> Are you going for a walk? Are you walking the dog? The problem is... Taking a shower? The
1: problem is they wrote this to us, like...
0: Hold on, find it. Oh, it's not gross.
1: No, they they sent this to us on June 1st, and so like, we've recorded like three podcasts, oh, and I just kept forgetting to tell you.
0: Did you respond to these by email? No. Oh, so I will do that right now.
1: Um, uh, so our listener is named Joan Rosalowski and... She said that she listens to us making Sunday morning breakfast, or sometimes Monday morning. Since Sunday, I usually don't have a protein shake, and I don't have to stop the podcast when the blender is running. That's, that's that nice. That's great. Um, Look at
0: this. I love this. I love to know what our fans are doing. Oh, so now you're going to like this.
1: I'm sorry, uh, Joan, for not reading this earlier. Thank you, Joan, so much. She for says, me. by the way, this is in reference to our Season 2 up of Discovery. By the way, I... I'm in complete agreement with the idea that all those Borg clues were totally indicative that Leyland was a Borg. Yes. Give me a freaking break. Struggle was pointless, and then all the (laughs) nanoprobes commencing were just some coincidence. I don't buy it for a minute that it was a coincidence, as one of you pointed out here. That it may be another Klingon like race. I don't believe how I I do believe, however, that it was totally done to throw the viewers a curveball. They wanted us to think Borg. Yes. Meanwhile knowing full well they were not going to take that presentation any further. I agree with you, Joan. They were just screwing with us. Yes. Picard will bring us some interesting challenges. Well, Picard brings us the boards. Yes. Yes, yeah, so I love that though. Thank you, great. Joan. Sorry, I'm so You're late. still right
0: though, Joan, right? Sorry. That, that I'm... was not an accident. They played it off later, like, Oh, it didn't even cross our minds. Right. Lies.
1: Sorry, Joan, I'm so late in reading this
0: Yeah, email. we'll send you out loud. So thank you so um, much. if
1: you're still listening while you're making if you're listening to this Monday morning
0: because it's, it's um, Sunday yeah. be sun right now. Person. If you listen to this
1: tomorrow morning, then then thank you. Um, and uh, yeah, so enjoy your next protein tour. Um So I think uh, that's it. So we'll be back um, soon uh, again. I think uh, I think I think doing something Nemesis related is going to be uh, yeah, that awesome. gonna be, gonna be nice. So I hope maybe we'll give that film a little bit of uh, the appreciation that it needs.
0: Yeah, or maybe we'll just pull out the information we need and ignore the film stories.
1: Well, you know, do we want to talk about the film and do a commentary? Yeah. All
0: right. Thanks Uh, for listening. Thanks
1: for listening.